On this episode of Jelly, we say things like, I'm thinking this might be the end of the road for me. Well, what, so. you, what you needed was an exorcism. Oh, you're so smart. So you must be depressed, right? Trans demons <laughs> with guns. What's up, Jelly Beans? Welcome back to another episode of Jelly. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How did Rona treat you? Oh, she was she was beating my ass a little bit. Honestly. What is what is the symptoms? Cause I I've never had it, so. Well, let me hex you. Well, but don't manifest it. But it was pretty horrible. Is I, it the same as before? No, it was much worse. It's honestly. worse. For me, it was worse. Oh. Well, honestly, I don't remember if it's all the way worse. It's just very different. Because the thing is that the cough was the same. Could you taste anything? Yes, I could taste stuff. Oh, well, so Actually, that's... both times I had COVID, I could taste things. Oh, really? And smell. Yeah. Well. And the first time that I had it, I had it in conjunction with another illness. Like, I had um COVID and... AIDS. Like, strep throat and it was horrible because that was when i was in barcelona so i was in a separate country i had no health insurance i was just how did you even get to barcelona girl like with covid uh by train and i got it they they let you travel yes girl first of all no one was checking that second of all i didn't i got it in barcelona oh okay i thought you were traveling internationally well, the gag is I I did oh. because let me tell you this, when I pretty much they had like a travel ban and it was like you had to get tested mm-hmm. to like travel internationally. I remember. And the day, do you remember this? That, no. So the day that I was leaving Barcelona, the day that I had booked my flight to leave, mm-hmm. was literally the day that they stopped requiring people to have a COVID test Ooh, to go on so you really lucked out. So I really fucking lucked out. And girl, I boarded that flight with a mask and I was fully COVID positive. <laughs> I'm yelling. I was actually, when I was leaving for Sweden to go study abroad, the day of, because you need to get like a 24-hour test. Exactly. So the day before, I was actually sick. I don't know if it was COVID or not, but I went to go get a test and it came negative. So I'm guessing it's not COVID, Whatever. but maybe it was, what was it, like a false negative? Whatever they call false it. False negative. That does exist. That but does. I, I also lucked out on that. Because front. the thing is, technically, with this one, I took a test and it was negative. But I don't believe it. Because my cough was exactly the fucking same as when I tested positive back in, like, 2020. Are coughs not all the same? Well, no. So the thing is, with COVID, it's like that cough. Like, if y'all had COVID, tell me if you you had a similar experience. But it's like that cough where you cough, but it's, like, trying to escape your body. Like, you can, like, try to suppress the the cough, but the cough is still coming out. Like, like you can't suppress it. Like, there's a demon in you. Literally, it feels like that. I'm not kidding. I'm literally not kidding. Like, it literally will come out. Well, what what you needed was an exorcism. Literally, I needed an exorcism, girl. And I had mucus. I had... No, the thing is, I didn't have any mucus in my throat. So, literally, my throat was completely dry, and I was coughing, hacking up, 
So then it affected my vocal cords, so I couldn't fucking speak. I couldn't even swallow. That's a first. It was it was literally horrible, and I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy, but I'm back. Well, let's really manifest that you don't have little bits and particles on you still. Well, let's hope they manifest they go to her. Because I'm traveling. I'm not trying to be patient zero. <laughs> she's going to be getting all her friends. Literally, day. literally. And if, if they see this in the next week, Ooh! I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be back. So hopefully. So get, get your tests now. <laughs> well... They, they know it's going to be your fault, and they're going to come for you with pitchforks and torches. Well, like, they better hunt the witch, well, the bitch. Well, per. So what have you been up to? Well, girl, pretty much. I've been sick. Well, do you have any big updates in your life? Well, we'll get to that, girl. But so you, so you, you're trying to savor it? You're not trying to get into that yet? I'm not trying to get into that yet. Okay, she's she trying to edge the audience. Period. More like, let me not say that. Well, you know what's over? what dreams your dreams are over you gave up on them finally no i'm saying that they can now actually be recorded oh really are you serious okay so they are in like the alpha stage of of testing that i mean the sigma stage huh the sigma stage not the sigma stage oh she gen alpha now period anyway so they have done testing for recording dreams essentially how it's working is that they combine ai and brain scanning uh-huh. to see how people where the active parts of your brain are when you're sleeping during i think either it's REM sleep or something else i don't i don't think it's REM sleep um it might be before yeah because i don't think you have dreams in REM sleep yeah so then the ai predicts what your brain is thinking and then it like it's they say it's 60 percent accurate right now it's uh. which is kind of a gag that it's even that high but essentially like let's say one part of your brain activates and then it's like oh that the ai predicts you were dreaming of elephants and then the scientists would ask the participant was what did you dream about and they would be like elephants and so ai can start predicting once it gets better obviously it can start creating like visions of what you were actually dreaming probably not exactly how you envision it because obviously like how can it replicate your thoughts right but more or less so it knows the general topic of what you're dreaming about i guess so and you know what's gaggy what yes literally last night i had a dream that i was this is kind of meta but i was dreaming of an ai dream Uh essentially my my dream the plot that was happening was an ai generated prompt and it kept changing that's very meta and you know how like the ai art trend right now is like it keeps changing yeah you know, you know what i'm talking about like you mean like the ai art where it's like yes it's like yes. a video yes, and it just like keeps changing yeah it, that's what it looked like in my head that's very interesting that's crazy you're already having dreams about ai i know but i'm guessing that's how the recorded dreams are going to look like with AI. wait but are they videos or is it just pictures the recorded dreams i think how they're trying to say it is that it's going to be a video and you can watch like a movie that if they can accomplish that that would be fucking crazy i mean they're on they're currently working on it that's fucking crazy and it's only 2023 like i didn't think we would be achieving oh, that oh anytime well soon. you know in our lifetime it's gonna get wild <sighs> how are we gonna prevent our darkest deepest dreams well you better prevent your mind from thinking about it right that's the real thing. I mean, some people are going to be glad because imagine like you are having a dream with your wildest crush, like with Miss Taylor Swift, uh-huh. and then you get to watch that back as if it actually happened. That would be very interesting. But you know what? It's The question is like, 
who was gonna have this technology who's gonna be gatekeeping this technology are there gonna be like legal ramifications because like imagine you dream about something illegal like you dream about killing someone or like you dream about something crazy i feel like i have dreams about killing people all the time all the time (laughs) i'm scared period you're you're my number one target like let me really scoot away like after this you better watch out well let me really report her already period but speaking of dreams do you know this guy named dream girl the fucking youtuber yeah so again once again i don't know these people because i just like wait you don't know dream are you serious i mean i've never watched any of his content okay but do you like you i've heard of him okay like he's the one with the smiley face right yeah but i didn't know that there was like some kind of face reveal or whatever she really late on the news girl like i don't keep up with these youtubers okay me neither but literally it was like a huge thing well, okay, well, what were you going to say? I mean, it was a couple years ago, right? No, uh, it was like last year. Oh, was it? But anyway, I saw a clip on, on TikTok and it was like he made this really big dramatic reveal. Uh-huh. And then his face was just, you know. Well, girl, no. The thing is, the, the it was so sad, honestly. But then people were like saying that he's like a predator or whatever. Oh, really? So like, so like it's like, whatever. I'm not sad about it. How are I'm all these YouTubers coming out as predators? Well, that's the prerequisite to be a YouTuber at this point. But really? like... He, like, was hyping it up because the thing is, he was a huge Minecraft YouTuber. Like, very big. One See, of the that's biggest. how you know I don't know. Like, Well, girl, she's not an alpha. But the thing is, he was a huge Minecraft YouTuber. One of the biggest. And he had a huge fan base. And girls simped over him. Literally. Because you already know. Does, does he have a nice voice? I don't even know. You know that one guy that has, like, a really deep voice? Yes. The Ghoul the or whatever? Six, Ghost? Six Fingers. Six Fingers? Yeah, that's... And he, he like, posts, like, stuff with his arm. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Isn't that like ghoul? Crypt husband? Oh, corpse. Oh, okay. Girl, I was on the right track. <laughs> Girl, it's the same era. Same Dream is the same era. Let's talk about that. And so, Dream... Like, Nye also been over a voice. So, like, he, like, went to, like, other big YouTubers, and he, like, did this whole campaign where he was uh, getting on FaceTime with them. Okay. And then the other big YouTubers were like, oh, you're so cute, or whatever, some stupid shit like that. And... Then he did the countdown to reveal his actual mm-hmm. face, and girl, the entire internet clowned him. Wow. Like, it was trending on Twitter, Dream is ugly, Dream is, like, fat. He looks like Shane Dawson. People said that he looked like Shane Dawson, people were like, he should have kept it, people said he should have <laughs> put the mask back on, people like, were saying okay. he should have Oh, wow. Girl, it was literally, it was trending on Twitter for an entire, like, three more weeks. Oh, really? Like, it was a huge thing. Like, people literally climb the fuck out of him. Like, it's kind of sad. I Okay, I feel a little bad for him because no one should get made fun of like that and getting death threats for what they look like. Right. But it's also a little bit on him for making it his whole brand and dr- dramatizing the fact that he's going to do this face reveal. And if it's not going to be on par of what people have in their minds, then of course it's going to flop. You know, like, I want to say, like, we live in a society where people don't judge people's looks and, you know, we're all accepting. That is human nature. It's human nature. But, girl, you should know the internet by now. And as a person It's not even just the internet. It's... it's, Well, people wouldn't dare say that in real life. Well, they wouldn't say that, but they're still judging you based on how you look. I mean, they're thinking it, but who gives a fuck? Because they're just in... And it's in their head. Well, yeah. But I'm saying, like, on the internet, people will say the thoughts that they're thinking and they will say it with no repercussions because there's no there's anonymity people are so brave on the internet and so it's like of course you should expect that like i'm sorry but it's the internet like you really should expect it and being a public figure on the internet you should know how people are going to react unfortunately i mean i'm gonna be be super honest 
He's kind of stupid for doing a face reveal because his whole brand was built on yeah, the he mystery. Yeah, he should have never done it. And honestly, first of all, he lost subscribers from it. Duh. Second of all, now he'll, he'll be like walking, he'll be like in public, he puts the mask back on. Like he was at a basketball oh, game really? and he had the mask on. Oh. After his face reveal. Oh. Like, girl. Like, he's really insecure about it. I think he also deleted his face reveal from his YouTube. But it's like people know what he looks Girl, like. Girl, obviously, and you could just type it in on Google. It's the first <laughs> like, thing that pops up. Right. But, like, he regrets doing it. I mean, I don't know what he was thinking in the first place. Girl, he thought that his fangirls were still going to like him. That's what he thought. People are delusional. But the thing is, like, there's a there's this um one artist who did... I forget what his name is, but there's another artist who was like mask. He had wore mask, and he recently did a face reveal. But he was like a cute Asian guy. Oh. And girl, his followers tripled. I mean, okay, that's that's <laughs> the other thing. It's big, big risk, big reward, right? Exactly. So if you know you're cute as fuck, then I, it would be beneficial for right. you to do a face reveal. You know what the sad thing is about Dream though? What? Is that. He used to be really overweight. Mm-hmm. Like, is he not still? No. He's like a stick now. Oh. Well, not from the okay, videos well, I, I've I, seen. Ooh. Well, girl, she really... Maybe they're old videos. Well, okay. The thing is, he used to be really overweight, and people think that that's why he wore a mask to begin with. Oh. And he, like, works really hard to lose all the weight. Uh-huh. Did he gain it back? Well, no. What? And people didn't like him still? It's just like... You can be skinny, but you're still going to be ugly. <laughs> well, I mean, the face, you can't really change that. <laughs> like, oh, that's why I'm like, I feel so bad. Because he, he did. He lost all the weight. And he was, like, really obese. I mean, and if I'm being honest, 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 honest. And people still count him. Like, but... if I'm being honest, mm-hmm. I I don't think he's ugly. Like, he's just very average looking. Right. But I when mean, you hype it up like that. Exactly. The stakes are way higher. You know, like... I don't think he... I mean, I do. <laughs> what? You think he's ugly? Yes. No. But I don't think he should be made fun of for it. Yeah. So... Oh my gosh, there's this one... Um, I forgot her name. But she, she does TikToks and she has a podcast. And she got dragged on the internet because she said on one of the episodes, she was like... Not everyone is attractive. Not everyone is beautiful. And we shouldn't keep saying that everyone is beautiful because some people are just not attractive and it's okay. And she got dragged for that. Well, did you see that? No, I didn't. What's her name? I really don't remember right now. Um, I did not see that. I think. What do you think of that statement? I think, I mean, it's true. Like, this is objectively a fact because if. There, if everyone was attractive, then there would be no concept of attractiveness. Exactly. So, because attractiveness is all relative. But that's the thing: is that what's attractive to her might be not attractive to someone else. Oh, and then people are saying that. Oh, how can this be coming from you when you be looking like that? Oh, is she ugly? She's not. I think most people just look average. Well, but, but literally, when you look we average, talked about that in the last episode. I know, but when you look average on the internet, you get dragged. For, for, for saying anything about, like, other people. Well, being, here's the thing. You, sh- like, you really shouldn't be talking about other people's looks on the internet. I mean, you're right. So but she, but we she getting did. canceled. Huh? We getting canceled. We getting canceled many times over you're many right. things. You're right. Bro. But I'm just saying, like, she is just saying a fact. Like, maybe she could have said it a little nicer. I mean, like, it's an objective fact, but attractiveness is in the eye of the beholder. So it's like... It's all relative based on who you are, what your experiences are, and, like, 
objectively there are people who are the beauty standard absolutely she i think she was talking about the the standard of beauty and what's it called mainstream like attractiveness but my computer's frozen so well but pretty privilege is very very real oh it is fully real and you know the kim kardashian thing yeah, so Kim Kardashian had some random football player pose for Skims, and he was posting shirtless, mm-hmm. and it went viral, and it was all the gay guys thirsting over him, and then she saw her biggest sales day ever with Skims because of that campaign. It wasn't only him. She had other people, too, but that was the main one that blew up. It's sex appeal. It really, really works. It's one of the smartest ways to market. There's this one girl on TikTok who has a honey brand, uh-huh. um, and her main way of marketing, and she she's very aware of this, and this is in her brand. She's like, my goal is to have sexy shirtless guys at the beach taste my honey and like use my product, and that's the way she's going to market. And she's very transparent and that she, she's doing that. It's obviously. working. And oh, she, it's working. Is it viral. I mean, not viral, but, like, she's definitely out there. And making money? Yeah. See, okay, here's my thing. I understand going viral. I understand it getting views. What I don't understand is how are those views converting into real dollars? Who is actually watching this type of advertisement and going out and buying the product? Yeah. Like, if I saw a shirtless guy on the beach eating honey... My last thought would be... Ooh, let me buy that honey, honey for myself. <laughs> like, what? I just don't understand it, but somehow it works. Yeah. So, if you're the type of person who that works on you, please let us know in the comments what it is exactly that... I mean, this is not a new thing. It's not a new thing, but I just have never Sex appeal has been it. around forever, since marketing was a thing. Right, okay, but the thing is, like, you can look at the sex appeal and be like, that's sexy or whatever, right. but... I think I'm it's not just, gonna want to buy the product. I know, but I think it's just part of the package. Like, it's the same way as you know, if you find a bottle in the store and it looks nice, you want to buy it. I think it's the same way where if you see a brand and it looks nice on models, then you're more inclined to get it. I guess. Which is I why think, brands have models. I think a lot of it also is that people want to have the, what's ever trending, and people want to yeah. have the big thing, and they don't want to be left behind. They want to be the I T G I R L. Literally, no, it's literally that, and that's never been something that I've cared about. So I think that's a big part. Well, you wish you were there, girl. Give me autistic vibes. (laughs) You heard it from him. I didn't say nothing. (laughs) Is she she coming for me? (laughs) Well, so you want to talk about Rosanna Pazzino? So she's another YouTuber that I wasn't very aware of. Me neither. She recently went on Trisha Paytas's podcast and she was talking about how she is she the cooking bitch oh is she i don't remember but she went on mr beast's video and did like a 24-hour challenge thing Uh and she was kind of mad because she got oh she is she is the cooking bitch oh and then she got kind of completely edited out of the second half of mr beast's video and she was kind of mad about that and because she was saying how she's really nice and she doesn't really get into drama so that didn't really make the cut and i'm like yes that's annoying that your work was not featured and i think the editing team should at least have included her well what was her work like what was she doing it was a 24-hour challenge and she like made third place or something but she was like almost edited out 
completely and yeah that's annoying um i i definitely think edits don't necessarily need to focus on drama but things like mr beast's series or any produced show including reality tv and youtube there's always going to be some type of storyline story beats producing that happens and most of the time they want some kind of drama or some kind of thing that pushes a storyline and so if you're just like there being she got candy hoed see i don't even know who that is this this random bitch from rupaul's drag race that like was completely edited out. well there you go right i don't know who that is <laughs> but it's just like if you don't provide anything beyond the the description of what is being done there yeah. then unfortunately you're probably not gonna make the cut like okay mr beast isn't television but in a way it's it is right and people want entertaining shit and so if you're not entertaining girl let me ask you if you were a drag queen would you go on rupaul's drag race i mean like if i actually was a good one yes well what do you think you would be good at as a drag queen what what like do you think you'd be good at performing makeup going viral like sugar and spice well i don't know so nothing you you'd be giving pork chop I would probably be giving. I would probably You'd be giving just, cherry pie. I would just probably be just focusing on looking fishy, and good outfits. That'd probably be my thing. But okay, so if you were on RuPaul's Drag Race, right? Do you think you would make good TV? Would, would you get into fights with people? Oh, I think I would make good TV. Yes. Really? Yes, I do. Would you get into but fights with people? But the thing is, people? the thing is, I would need to like. What if we? What, what to if we applied of, together? Well, they probably wouldn't. I guess. Well, but we, would... we can pretend to be sugar and spice. Oh, per. But, okay, the thing is, I would have to be out of my shell. So, I would probably need other gigs on TV before I did that. Because it but most of, first... these, most of these girls don't. That's their first TV gig. Right. And a lot of the times, they stay in their shell. And they don't come out until, like, all-stars. That's true. But I think it's just in the nature of drag queens who, well, who at least perform. That's true. That's true. They have stage presence already. They're exactly. confident. So that's the thing. Like, if I have been doing it for a long time. Well, that's and what I I'm saying. If you are a drag queen. I have, I have been. But you can be a drag queen and then never do it. I'm, I'm not saying drag toddler. I'm a grown drag queen. Well, then, yeah. With at least five years of experience. Well, putting on my drag resume. Exactly. Well, okay, yeah, I would. I would. But, I mean, obviously, the first thing would be to, like, build up well, that Well, obviously. Base, build that up. I you feel like we you, would make great TV. You think? That could be funny. Yeah. Wait, let's, let's apply. Let's let's make it in our... Let's make it on RuPaul's Drag Race season 25. Girl, they're not, that's not going to be a thing. Well, RuPaul going to be dead. RuPaul will be fully dead. And <laughs> Michelle they'll Vassage have Michelle's hologram. Fully. <laughs> it's going to be, be AI, actually. Literally. That's not even going to be a thing. They're you know, honestly, as the next it's going to be sad when Drag Race ends. It's going to be sad. I mean, it's dying. It right is now. fully dying. It's but just the overexposure of things. What I wanted to say was, I know someone who's on Drag Race Canada, the new season. There's so shout out, shout out, CC superstar. If you ever see this, love you. Oh, you know her personally. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Like, I was gagged. through music. Yeah, okay. I was gagged when um she posted the thing that she's gonna be on the new season. Okay, well. So let's. So hopefully, hopefully you do well. Right. May the odds be ever in your favor, right, honey. Right. And speaking of things dying, what Disney and Marvel are also things on that in that same 
vibes dying. Because when you overexpose yourself, yes, you get a lot more opportunities, you get a lot more attention. It's the same thing, really. But then it's gonna die. Yeah. You you will fizzle out. And the thing is, it's your cash cow, so you then keep Mm -hmm. like churning it, churning it to Mm -hmm. make more money. But then it's like people get bored and people get tired. The quality goes down, and people just don't give a fuck anymore. Let's talk about Disney's new. A uh, big princess movie coming out, Wish. What is it? It's called Wish. I don't even know what that is. That's the thing. Like people, <gasps> it, it, marketing is not great, and people just don't be talking about it because it doesn't even look that good. But so Wish is. Wait, what happened to Snow White? Oh, that's the new live action. Oh, so it's animated. Yeah, like they're, you know, princess movie Girl, that comes out. I've never even heard of this. I mean, it's. I'm telling you, the marketing isn't done very well. Uh, maybe they need a sexy shirtless man to market this. <laughs> Oh my lord. So basically Disney has been a staple in animation for as long as animation's been a thing, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, at, well not unfortunately. Fortunately, after the first Into the Spider-Verse came out, animation changed completely in the industry at Is least. that by Disney? No, that's Sony. That's a gag. That's a complete gag. So for those that have not seen a masterpiece of a movie, into this, you haven't seen Into the Spider Verse. Either oh. one. Oh my god, that's disrespectful. <laughs> but anyway, so Into the Spider Verse, the style is all three D, right? Uh-huh. But overlaid, there's many, many two D elements, so it almost looks like a comic book brought to life. Mm-hmm. So after that, it kind of changed the game for animation, and we saw a little bit with Paperboy. It was a Disney short. They also tried this two D, three D style, but that's been the trend recently in animation. Every studio wants to do it. We saw it in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We see it in the new Puss in Boots. The new Puss in Boots, which was also very well done, and so all these studios are doing successful ways of translating that. But Disney has had a staple brand that defined animation for a long time so it's really hard for them to adapt with like the pixar that style yep and so yes that's been a very defining style in animation and you know like dreamworks copies them too but now they're stepping away from it and so now disney is like oh shit they're slow to pivot we are because we know our brand so well we're kind of stuck in the times a little bit right like it's it's not even we know our brand it's more like we're just stuck in the time exactly. and we want to be stuck to the brand. And when you have such a strong brand, it's hard for you to adapt. So now they're trying to adapt and they're trying to change up the animation style and wish. And it's still very much, you know, it's Disney, but they're trying to go for a more stylized way, but it just doesn't look good. It looks bad. Really. It, it looks bad. It looks mm-hmm. unfinished. It looks oh like, God. it looks like watercolor that is not that's desaturated to me it just doesn't look good um maybe the finalized version could be good i know when they release trailers it's just you know that's the only thing they render out but i have low hopes for wish i'm gonna be honest if they're releasing the trailer it should be with like the final edits of the thing no they usually they cut corners and they just do the trailer renderings um but yeah i mean people are very disappointed in wish already it has barely come out it has not come out what's even the plot Does um, does anyone know they say that they're going back to the like a classic disney villain because you know how the recent villains have all been like arguably villains like elsa's not really a villain oh like moana's like Tafiti or whatever was not really a villain. I don't know what that is. Oh well. 
So now they're going back to like the classic formula of, you know, Ursula or Scar or Jafar as like a Disney villain. And people are also tired of Disney princesses because they all have the same quirky like uh, personality that's not what we know. Right. I'm just over it in general. People are very over it. And Disney's even, all even Pixar sucks now. Yeah, Pixar Pixar's... hasn't done a good movie. They're not giving. Ages. They're really not giving, and people are really just like just tired of Disney overall, including their other franchises like Marvel. Yeah, and I mean they're coming with so many things like Loki came out, the new Captain Marvel movies coming out, and I used to be a very big Marvel fan. Yeah, we know. Well. As like a as the resident nerd, like I like these things, but even I can't even keep up, and I don't have any interest in keeping up. No, literally, more. I watched one episode of Loki. Wasn't good. Oh well, I mean, I don't know how why you would watch it, girl, because I was on a flight and there was nothing else. Uh, you were that bored. Yes, I was. Well, but they also killed One Division too. Yes, so. Spoilers, but Wanda was seen like getting crushed under stones in in the end of Doctor Strange. But then people were like, "Oh, is she actually dead?" And then allegedly, she's confirmed that she's dead, dead. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. It was like some fucking thing they posted saying Wanda is dead. But if she actually is, I feel like that's really stupid because Elizabeth Olsen was pulling in the gays and days. Well, I'm and the sure girlies. I'm sure Disney doesn't want it to be dead. I'm sure Elizabeth Olsen is like, bye ho, I'm oh, done. Oh, fully, fully. As she should. Right, she needs to move on to big, better projects. That's what... Well, although she probably other... gets paid, though. Well, well, she definitely gets paid well, but I don't think she wants to keep doing it. Because that's the thing, also, is that all of these actors are leaving. Yeah. That they don't even want to be doing superhero anymore. Right. Like, I think Chris Hemsworth is done with it, too. And, I mean, I'm I'm saying the last Thor movie was horrendous. Ooh. So, he should be done with <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he doesn't really have a say in, like, what the movie is. It's more the director. Well, obviously. And girl. It was Taika Waititi, right? Yes. Which he did well in the movie before the last one. I'm gonna be honest. I don't like him as a director. I don't know any of his other stuff. Really? What does he do? Like, I don't even know, girl. Like, he's done some movies. Isn't he also an actor? Maybe now. Oh. My computer really have an issue, so I can't even really tell you what he's doing. Well, I'm hoping that you can get a new one soon. (laughs) Okay, so she want to talk about it? Yes. You're really trying to drag this out, the mystery, like no one even cares about. So we can go, we can get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. So uh, I'm thinking this might be the end of the road for me. Any you? With Jelly. Why? So. Many things. So, okay, so the first thing is kind of like, I'm just over the comments. And I'm not letting the comments get to me, because I don't give a fuck. But also, it's like, not a great feeling when you put in effort into releasing something, and you get no interaction, or the interaction that you get is just overwhelmingly negative. And the thing is, I don't give a fuck, but it's just annoying. And the comments they'll be posting are just over and over the same bullshit it's always why are two guys saying girl <laughs> or like are you gay and i'm like yeah love <laughs> like have you never met a gay person before? i mean but i will say this is just shit that anyone who starts off on the internet will you're face. right you're and right like we've barely i mean we've done a good amount but like for internet 
and people who do no, podcasts, I know. this is nothing. I know. And so... And for our other videos, we get good support. You're right. On other platforms, we get good support. Right. I mean, on TikTok, we've gotten a lot of love. So if you're watching on... If you're a TikTok viewer... Right, Thank Italy. you. But the other thing is like... Are we giving cringy? <laughs> I don't think. Well, like let's be one thousand. Cringy is in honest. the eye of the beholder. Well, okay. So, do you believe in cringe culture? What's cringe culture? Like online, like people are like like purposely being cringy or like just classifying anyone as like cringy in general. Because like I guess people, some people are like, oh. I mean, I, I do genuinely think that people are cringy, but also I wasn't even joking about the fact that cringy is in the eye of the beholder well exactly because i be thinking chris olsen is cringy but many people love him right and so that's the thing like with cringe culture people are like trying to eradicate cringe culture and they're like you should just let everyone do whatever they want online you should just not cringe at anyone just let people be themselves or if you do cringe just move on well that's, block that should be a, i mean a given really but people like to watch people do hate watch and so, what are your thoughts on cringe culture? Like, I mean, I, I don't think I have a strong grasp of oh what you're Lord. saying cringe culture is, but I'm just saying this is how it has always been me on the internet is if I see someone who's cringy, I just move on and don't watch their stuff. I never feel the need to leave a hate comment. I never feel the le- need to. I mean, if you're leaving a hate comment, you are just immature. And you have no life. Fully have no life. So. But okay, so I guess my question is more of like. If you stumble across us and you were like a third party, mm-hmm. would you subscribe? Would you watch? I personally, I actually think our stuff is funny. I like, think our stuff is funny sometimes. Sometimes. But I mean, okay, I make clips and I make mm-hmm. a lot of clips to try to have content every day, right? right? And so if I actually nitpicked like the best content, there might be only like two or three. But then the other thing is like, I've just been hyper thinking about like internet. Because, like, we're... Okay, so the thing is, we're living in a day and age that's changing. Gen Alpha is posting on the internet from a young age. Mm-hmm. There are, like, these kids going viral already that are, like, 10, 11, 13. And they have, like, fan bases. Mm-hmm. And in the past, people who are older than us get very mad about internet footprints. That's a big thing. You know, like, when you're looking for a job... People will look you up to see what social media accounts are associated with you. Mm-hmm. And they will be like... I mean, I've seen many things recently, especially, about people who have been lost job offers based on TikToks that they've posted. Sure. Twitters that they've done. A lot of them political things. But girl, if you are just a random person and you apply for a job and then they take away your job offer over a TikTok, mm-hmm. I think it's fucked up that we even live in a society that does that. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, the older people don't understand what it's like to live on an, in a completely online world. Like, mm-hmm. when these Gen X, Gen uh, baby boomers start, like, dying off, unfortunately, but I think the society will probably shift a lot. I think that Gen Alpha, when, like, we start getting in charge, millennials stay in charge or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that things are going to change. I think that Gen Alpha, we're not going to care as much about internet footprint because they're going to be hard-pressed to find someone who has no internet footprint. Mm -hmm. Everyone's on the internet. Exactly. But we're not in that age currently. 
And so, and so is that affecting your job searching? Well, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so like I recently, okay, so, so this is the real thing that kind of got me. Okay. So I recently um, am committed to a company. And okay. I'm committed to a job. Congratulations. Yeah. I always believed in you. Did you? I did. And so the thing is, literally, tell me why. They literally verbatim asked me. Mm-hmm. They said, do you have a podcast? They said, do you, are you any sort of public facing figure? Okay. Do you have any public platform not limited to a podcast? Okay. <laughs> but so do they actually do they know about jelly like did no, they, they don't know about it girl exactly like i said no okay but like obviously i'm like is this worth losing my job over and i haven't even started my job so like obviously okay but here's here's my thing okay. i don't think we talk about anything on this podcast that is that detrimental we do talk about people being hung and we talk about <laughs> you like, do you do Girl, okay well i'm not gonna censor myself because i'm gonna be on a podcast but also I'm be okay but my that, exactly that's my second part this is like outside of work this is just many people have side gigs on the internet and you're allowed to do whatever you want to do outside of well, work as long as it's not detrimental to the company well itself. you would think and that's what comments that's what like i would want to live in a world like sure. that sure but not everywhere is like that. yeah that's okay so that's, that's my what i said in the beginning that's my third thing do you want to work at a place that yes i do that want that is going to restrict you from doing what you want to do well yes i do because they give give me money and it's a lot of money so yes well <laughs> i would say that should not be the first factor well that's my first fact well I just have to be completely 100% honest. So is that why you think you don't want to do jelly anymore? Um, is that... Because they, also, haven't, they haven't clocked to for jelly yet. No, they haven't. Exactly. But I don't want to get to the point where they do. Like, it's better just safe than sorry. But then the other thing is also... I would look at the company policy for having that because... Well, I fully read the company policy. And what did it say about podcasts? Well, it didn't say anything about podcasts specifically, but it said... And I can't read it because obviously that's like... Right. Confidential, but... It was pretty much saying, like, you, uh, you as uh, an employee of the company cannot represent the company in any bad form. That includes being any sort of public figure and anything that's considered, like, not appropriate. Okay. And obviously not appropriate is up to the beholder. So something that we would might consider fine because we are like gen z mm -hmm. someone who was older might be like this is making the company look bad so i mean do you think there's anything that we've done on the podcast that could result yes i mean literally talking about joe biden's brother being on <laughs> but i don't know i just i just don't see the point in them like even i'm not saying i agree i'm not saying i'm i'm literally i literally said like hopefully we'll come to a place in society where we don't care about shit like this anymore right it's so let me ask fun. you are you going to keep taking the risk what of do of doing jelly or are you not well i'm gonna finish that's it the out. real question i'm gonna finish it out finish it out as in for the year okay and once january comes i guess we're gonna have to reevaluate well see how you like the job i would say first of all right so we might have to put it on hiatus for at least a month or you could do it with someone else 
Right. But I'm just going to have to see. And I'm going to see, obviously, like, how I like the job, how the environment is. Is it somewhere that I want to stay and shit like that. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if it is and if I like it and if it's paying me as much as they say they're going to pay me, then, I mean, like, I got to get my money. I agree. I've always thought podcasting or doing content creation could be a really nice side gig. Exactly. And here's the thing. Like, if we were, like, <laughs> fucking, like, what? what is it? Like, the VR people? Like, you know, people who, like, have, like, just, like, a 3D... Oh, the VTubers. Yes, VTubers, like mm-hmm. that. Like, I would do that, because, like, girl, how is anyone going to know? Just based on my voice? Like, no one's going to know that. Right. But, obviously, having, like, a face attached to it is where things get iffy. And I'm not saying I think it's a good thing, but I'm just saying that I think that it's... I think you're also a little overestimating the amount of people who have podcasts and also have full-time jobs. Well, no, I'm not overestimating that at all. Because there's companies that don't care about it. Exactly. But this company that I am applying to and have applied to and I accepted an offer Mm -hmm. is literally verbatim they asked me. And girl, they would not go out of their way to ask if they didn't care. Maybe. I guess you'll just have to find out. Maybe look around, see if anyone else does content creation there. And the thing is, the thing is, like, I wouldn't care if we would stay, like, underground, you know? But the thing is, what's the point of doing it if we're not trying to go up? Yeah. Right? I mean, I'm for sure. And so it's like... It's just, that's, that's like an impossible dichotomy because like I would keep doing it if we would So let me pop- ask you, if this actually like became a viable career option, like mm-hmm. podcasting overall. Oh, podcasting? Yes. Okay. Would you switch over to podcasting? Because I've thought about this myself. If podcasting became a full-time job mm-hmm. and is viable for an income, I honestly like feel like I could quit my job. Well, okay. The thing is, for me, podcasting is always going to be the side gig. Unless it becomes a big thing. I mean, people do full-time podcasting. People do. Me, personally, no. I'm always going to have something else. You want to do something else? Yeah. Podcasting can never be just my only thing. Is that because it's... Maybe maybe podcasting could be my main thing, and then I have something else on the side... But I'm always going to wonder something else. Like, I'm, I'm interested in, like, real estate, and obviously music is my thing. Okay, so so you're saying that only because you have passions. Ultimately. Exactly. And that's fine. So, if you're asking would I be willing to forego the corporate world, yes, fuck yes. Duh. Like, fuck yes. That's what like, I'm saying. I, I don't want to work in corporate forever. Like, at all. Literally. Right. But, obviously, I have to build myself up to a point where I can do that. And currently in my life, I'm not in a place where I would even want to do that. Like, I want to work in corporate right now. And, yeah, so it's just, like, I have to build myself up to it. Right. Well, I mean, I obviously support you in in going to get your real big boy job. Right. But I would also say be open to doing podcasting. Right, like, I'm I'm not going to let them walk all over me. And I'm not going to, like completely stop doing the things that i love exactly just because a company might have an issue with it exactly and i for me i i do like doing this and so it's something that i would be willing to keep doing even if like for but me, the thing for- is the industry that you're going into isn't so antiquated as mine so like a- what what industry are you getting into girl agriculture okay that sounds like a lot of old people well it is 
this. So. Which is why I said what I said at the beginning. But also, I why? feel like... Okay, maybe this is just naive, but like, I feel like they... How are they gonna find Ellie? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's I the mean, real team. That's the real team. You are not wrong. Like, I'm sorry, but I can't, but, even, but find, like, I can't even find Jelly. My friends can't even find Jelly. You're right. You're fully so. right. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying, like, right now it's fine because, like, girl, we know bodies. Right. But hypothetically, if it came to the point where, like, we start getting traction, mm-hmm. it would be good but also bad because then... Right, but once we risk. get there, that's when we would reevaluate. But we're not there yet. I mean, you're right. And that's why I said that I'm going to, like, just finish the year right. and I'm going to maybe take a month off so I could see how I like the job. We the prepare for season is. two. I also have to like, right, we're prepared for season exactly. two because I have to literally do like a month of training and shit and I'm not even going to have time for it really. And I mean, it's a nine to five. It's not even nine to five. It's literally nine to seven. And I, every day? Yeah. Well, I have weekends off for the first month. Why is it nine to seven? For the first month. Oh, because training? Yeah. Are you getting paid overtime? <laughs> but I get paid. That's for a training. red flag. Ooh. Red flag right here. <laughs> well, well. I mean, are you excited about it? Or are you nervous? Um, I mean, I am nervous, obviously, mm-hmm. because I. Are you Are you moving? No, it's here. Oh, okay, local. Yeah. Um, I'm nervous because technically it's my first real. Actually, that I guess that's not true. I guess I worked. Well, you worked... Well, okay, you you did work a couple places, but they're not, like, real big boy jobs. It's not a job with, like, a 401k, but this one right. is. So, yeah, it's a big boy job in... Well, I'm excited for you. Oh, I'm you. also nervous, because... Thank you, King. I know starting a new job is going to be... It's in person, too. Yeah, it's in person. Oof. The thing is, I... it The job starts January, like, 10th. Mm-hmm. So... It's good for me because I can start off the new year and like new year, new me, clean slate, whole new thing. It, we're rolling with it. But if it started like now, girl, fuck, I couldn't do it. Right. Because I'm still on chill mode. I'm still on relaxed mode. So really, I manifested exactly what I wanted. What? Because I wanted to have, once I graduated, I wanted to have the rest of the year off mm-hmm. to just chill. And then I wanted to start a job the beginning of 2024. And I manifested it. I literally got exactly what I wanted. So you're you're gonna start training. You're not gonna start training at the end until next year. Yeah. Oh. So there's still time. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying. I'm, I was gonna say. I'm that, saying I'm finishing out the year. With I mean, Jelly. you're right. You're right. I was gonna say you should keep the audience updated on how starting a first job is because I feel like that's a that's something no one talks about really. Like starting a first job. Yes, I think that's an interesting topic. Is like starting your real job. Yeah. And like our kind of our brand i mean not our brand but it's like part of our brand because it's our life is just like this era of yeah, after, right. college. Like after college i was telling some i don't was i talking to you i was saying that i feel like people should make tv shows about this time period because it's such an interesting time oh yeah period i and agree there's there's not a lot of like media representation of what it is like to go through this period after college but and there's so many fucking ones about high school high school or, or college. Not even college. Not even. It's mainly high school girl. Literally. <laughs> I'm like, high school was not that bad. <laughs> it really wasn't. It wasn't snot slang. It was not... Like, I did nothing in high school. So. Well, I think people say that it's 
they do that because it's more of a universal thing um high school yeah I guess. and college is not necessarily universal i feel like for most people it is, at least in this country uh i would need to see the stats i mean sure but it's universal enough right and i think there's just a lot of opportunities for storytelling within college and after college and starting right. your first job you, after college i would argue is actually more universal than college because college you have to actually pay to go to college but after college can also just be summed up as mid-20s exactly and i think girl, everybody has been mid-20s or will be mid-20s right and just like figuring out your young your adult life. Uh, adult life yeah. to real adult life exactly it's a very big transition do you even feel like an adult I don't. I fully don't, girl. Like, I literally am about to walk into this job just full imposter syndrome, full faking it until you make it. Like... I think you'll be fine, though. Especially if there's... Right, I'm manifesting good things. Right. And I'm manifesting a job isn't hard, either. Well... It probably won't be. It probably won't be. I think that's another truth that people um, don't really talk about, is that... Most jobs aren't hard. The hardest part is getting the job, oh, and then doing the job itself is not actually that bad. It depends on what industry you're in, though. That's true. That's true. I mean, obviously, if you're going to be a surgeon and a brain surgeon, that's going to be very difficult. Literally. And very dangerous if you do it wrong. And I don't be trusting Gen Z doctors. Like Girl, that. I literally saw... Oh my god, I wish I had put it on here. What? I literally saw this fucking tweet. And it was like this guy. He was like, my first patient. I'll get better next time. And it was someone who was like getting like lipo. And he fucked them up so bad. I I wish I could find it. See, that's why I don't be trusting Gen Z in the medical field like that. Does it really? Uh, Shut up. I mean, for me... I mean, half these doctors using check on the internet. I can't. For me, I I don't necessarily feel like a like a full adult yet because part of it is I'm working remote, which there's cons, there's pros and cons to that. Yeah. Pros is very flexible for me. Right. But cons is I I I don't feel like I've actually started working. Yeah. Well, okay. So your contract ends though this year, right? No. Oh, it doesn't. No. Oh. It keeps going. Oh, well, period. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna stay with this company? Yeah, and I I can I can also do it part time. Well, like with it, on on top of other things. Oh, okay. Because I'm a workaholic. That's well, the real thing. Well, period. So, I mean, have you heard back from anyone else? Are you applying? Well, I have, but we're gonna we're gonna not talk about it yet. Oh, okay. Is she real secretive? No, I'm just me to say my tea because then... you have tea. Mine is maybe tea. Mine is stirring tea. Okay, well, per. So we're not gonna talk about it yet. Well, let's hope the kettle boils. Right, and I I hope so. Well, per. I'm excited for you. Right. Let's talk about a different topic. Okay. So have you heard about women in South Korea? Just in general, I know there's women in (laughs) South Korea. But have you heard about what's going on over there? I have not. Okay. So women in South Korea are currently on strike against being baby making machines. And pretty much what's happening is that for three years in a row, Mm -hmm. South Korea has had the lowest fertility rate in the world. Did you know that? I did not know that. And the... Low as in, like, they're purposely not having children or biologically they're not able to have children. Well, it's more purposefully. Okay. Because... Well, so I was going to say that they're... um, Age this year, oh no, in 2020, it reached the dead cross, which is when deaths outnumber the amount of births. 
Wasn't that Japan for a while? Yeah, Japan also has okay. this issue. Um, it says that it happened nearly a decade earlier than it was expected to. Oh. By people who were like... Well, South Korea is very, uh, growing very fast. Well, yeah. But the thing is, um, women are pretty much saying that they don't want to have children mm-hmm. because of all the sexism that's in the in the country. Interesting. And they're saying that they are tired of being mistreated and they want to have true gender equality, mm-hmm. but they just aren't getting it because I guess of how chauvinistic the culture is in Korea. Mm-hmm. And the current president, not the um the current president is very like conservative. And he's very against this movement. And he said that feminism is to blame for blocking... Are they democratic over there? I mean, yeah, I think so. Okay. He said that feminism is to blame for blocking healthy relationships between men and women. And the women say that they are tired of pervasive sexism and are furious about a culture of chauvinism. They have a refusal to be seen as baby-making machines. Mm -hmm. And they say that the birth strike is women's revenge on a society that puts impossible burdens and doesn't respect them. What is the birth strike? Just so there, so pretty much there's a movement right now called 4B, which translates to four no's no dating, no sex, no marriage, no child rearing. I would like to see the demographic of the women actually on strike. Like, is it just a bunch of young women and how many women? Like, well, I mean, I young go- women also. I think it's a lot of young women, is what the I mean, article was that saying. That makes sense. And it was saying that. Uh, the government's not happy about it and the government is removing the term gender equality from school books and it cancelled its funding for programs to fight sexism and it also dismantled its own headquarters for women's empowerment oh that is kind of a red flag literally (laughs) a huge red flag and the women are not happy about it and they're withholding and they're not having kids and they're not even trying to date men I I would like to see maybe news from South Korea themselves because a lot of times um, these more liberal movements mm-hmm. are uh, talked about in the US because it's just like what gets going on the news. But I wonder if in South Korea they are seen more like radical and like... Oh, I'm sure they are seen as radical. So I... But I, but I still think that it's... I think it's a lot of people who were doing it is what this article sounds like. Yeah, I mean not having... not Not dating, not having sex, not getting married i feel like those are pretty it's a radical stance i would say because i'm sure there are women who want to have kids who want to get married who want to have that life but you have to remember they also have literally the lowest fertility rate in the world but is that by choice or is that you know like you think you like you mean like is it just like just so happens yeah like why is that statistic that way I mean, I guess I don't really know. Like, I guess you need a sociologist on the ground to, like, really look at things exactly. and, like, take data. But the women in South Korea are saying that it's because of themselves. Whether or not that's the truth, I mean, you never really know until you do the actual studies. But that's what they're saying, and it's a big movement. And the people seem to think that it's because of women. And that's why the president's mad at women, and he's taking away all these things. He's like, the women are not doing what they need to do. Well, I I don't know. I I don't want to take a hard stance on that because I just don't know enough about it. Right. And I mean, really though, me neither. I read I read one article. Oh, so. from from what? From the New York Times. I'm dead. 
Well, New York Times has been. Girl, I saw this thing where Hassan Minhaj was like dragging New York Times because they like reported his one of his specials wrong or whatever. So New York Times, you're canceled from me. Well, you're a big red flag. So she she a Hassan Minhaj fan now? I'm not, but he. I feel like he's a very well spoken person. I mean, sure. I mean, I don't really watch his stuff. Like, I just don't. Me neither. I mean, I saw one clip of him like interviewing. Was it like Barack? Probably. And he was like trying to make jokes. He has a very he has a very millennial sense of humor. So millennial. I was cringing so bad. Well, and going Barack back to cringe, cr- Barack was cringing too. <laughs> oh, Barack was like. <laughs> he was uh, like, I think the clip, that is the, very. The clip was funny. like something like, "Oh, you're so smart, so you must be depressed, right?" And he was like, the fuck? <laughs> I feel like millennials just joke in, like, top and bottom memes. Like, that's their type of jokes. That's high key. So, right. but I mean, Gen Alpha's gonna make fun of Gen Z for our humor. Oh, they already are, girl. And, mil- oh my god, millennials are clapping back at Gen Z recently. Really? Like, yes. They used to be, you know not defensive at all they just like let gen z make fun of them uh-huh. but now they've been getting defensive like what are they saying they're like clapping back and uh, gen z being like oh well you guys are cringy too for for saying uh, raise all the time for saying gyat for saying you know all is gyat even gen z or no, is I think that it's gen alpha? Alpha, but i think it's like young gen z also it is young see the thing is i don't i just don't like either one really I don't relate to Gen Z. I don't relate to Gen Alpha. I don't relate to Millennials. Exactly, because we relate to our own peers. Literally. Which are just this in-between area. Literally, where's a... My sister gets so mad when I say this. What? And she's like, shut the fuck up. But we're Zillennials. We are the Oh, so now you believe we're Zillennials. Two episodes ago, you were like, are we Zillennials? Well, okay, technically we're not... Oh, technically I'm not. But I'm saying that's who I relate to because exactly. those are my peers. Right. I relate to the in-between between Gen Z and Millennials. And it's crazy because only a few years makes a big difference in, in Oh your my culture. god, for sure. Because like my, your sisters are only a few years younger. Right, they're a few years younger than me, but there's a huge gap. Yeah. There's a huge, huge in, gap. In knowledge, in, in culture, in humor, in references and everything. Literally. And it's crazy because we are aging out of it like we are aging out of the trendy literally no we're old we're literally old but that's why it's more important for us to voice our our niche and (laughs) and uh represent the zillennials you're right but it's the way the zillennials don't even be watching it (laughs) all of our viewers are gen z and gen alpha you're right but i actually i feel like this is a good time to have a podcast because podcasts are having a renaissance era i would i would say some say a renaissance era some might say a terrorizing era where there's too many podcasts and that's us we're part of the terrorism we really of, are of... part of the too many podcasts we really are but you know what what other podcast do you have two non-black POC queer people who are zillennials talking about this type of shit like you just don't <laughs> see that like we are just so niche we're so quirky right we're so niche exactly I, I'm sure if I looked I probably could find one I mean you're right I just don't be looking. So let's collab with them. But sure. I don't I don't see any that are that big. No, you know what I don't see? What? That I... Like, there needs to be a place where we could, like, find small podcasts. And, like... Well, it, allegedly TikTok was gonna do that. But they dropped the ball. Well, maybe it'll roll out in next year. Well, we'll see. But, like, literally, I want a place where I could find smaller podcasts and, like, find the people who make it. 
and like reach out like would you and do a TikTok- collab with other people like another podcast i mean sure like if if i vibe with them like i'm not gonna put well collab- obviously we have to meet them before right like i'm not gonna collaborate with fucking candace owens what? i'm not gonna collaborate with jeffree star well, girls, but honestly, that'll get us the views. Literally, I'm like, I fully would collab with both of them. Like, I mean, you're right. You're right. Like, like, they're kind of serving. Like, let's just have anybody. Bro. Right. Jeffree Star is in his conservative rebrand era. Yes, I saw that. Like, he's like selling guns. Now yes, he is. But then the real gag is, well, the real tea is the gun owners who are actually conservative be like, this is what America's come to. Oh. Having, having these trans demons <laughs> with guns no okay disgusting that's always gonna be happen like if you're a queer person and you try to pivot to conservatives girl the conservatives are gonna hate you yeah and then the queer, the other like the democrats are gonna hate you too so yeah. at that point you're alienating both your audiences and to and to that <laughs> good night gen z right thank you gen z if you're one of the good gen z's thank you for listening <laughs> and if you want us to keep going with jelly right if you don't want this to be the in. end right well if we get no comments then it's, it's the end so maddie please comment <laughs> Girl, I love Maddie. Right, thank you for our one viewer. She'll be she'll be the replacement for you. I mean, might as well be. My girl. No, girl. Because because her initials fit. It's jelly with I E. Oh, I'm dead. Well, let's not manifest that. Okay, bro. Okay, bye.